Welcome to Chronic Risk, the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association. Stay tuned for expert advice and analysis on issues pertaining to risk in the cannabis industry from NCRMA's members and certified service partners. Chronic Risk, secured by the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, starts now. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Chronic Risk, the voice of the NCRMA, the National Cannabis Risk Management Association. Thanks for joining us. Chronic Risk is the podcast that gives insights on risk and the cannabis industry from the NCRMA's appointed brokers, service partners, members, and affiliates. We have a special program for you today that we mentioned to you on the previous episode that we were going to be offering a roundtable discussion, and we are here to help introduce some wonderful new voices and faces into the mix here as part of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association. So I want to take a few moments to go ahead and introduce everybody to our panel of experts, if you will. So, of course, our host of the program, uh, Rocco Petrilli and Tamala McBath, are joining us right now. And I want to join some new voices that are joining us here on the program. And I want to just go by name first and then introduce everybody individually here to start off the program. So I'm joined again with uh, some new members into the team. Jennifer Zalkin, she's the marketing manager and regional director for the Eastern Sector. Kathy Anderson, who's manager of member services. Alex Herding, who's the Chief Risk Management Officer, and Esther Farkas, the Regional Director of the Western Sector. So, everybody, thank you for being on with us. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Brasco. So, I want to, again, we want to go ahead and have a chance for everybody to get to be noticed and heard. So, I want to take a one-by-one approach. Jennifer, I want to start with you. So, you bring to the mix an extensive background in personnel management, training, and business marketing a multifaceted experience in people and culture and recruiting that have shaped your invaluable understanding of how to bridge authentic human connections with a potential, potential internal or external customer. And the roles have defined your collaborative leadership skills, broadening the range of effective communication, effective communication and generating cross-functional synergy necessary in building authentic and compelling brand strategies. So tell us more about what you're bringing to the NCRMA and, you know, what are some of the things you would love to try to be able to do as you join the group? Well, first, thanks for having me. Sure. Um, I'm on a personal mission really to normalize the way we understand, use, share, speak about cannabis. Uh, I've worked in uh, dispensary in key states, so I saw the benefits firsthand. Um, and I really feel strongly that what we're experiencing now is a movement that's similar to prohibition in like the 20s or 30s. Uh, but this time we have a much more advanced understanding through resources, science, medicine that are really helping us undo years of propaganda and, and misconceptions. And so um, given my past experience, selling product was really exciting because I was able to see um, the real positive impact and effects that cannabis had on everyday people. Um, but truly my passion lies in helping people grow, expand and uh, positively influencing their potential. So um, this is why I'm ever so excited to be a part of the NCRMA because I believe that knowledge is power and the opportunity to provide and promote necessary knowledge through an education platform first and foremost is something that's beyond rewarding. And what I seek to do through that is to foster a network of 
passionate, hardworking, and determined people that all can learn from and with one another as we kind of take on um, the continuation of uh, normalizing cannabis in our country. And so it really is something important. It's the hands-on experience that you have from working within the dispensary, uh, the, that area, that environment, to go ahead and bring it to this. And it's really great that you've brought, brought into the mix. Obviously, uh, you know, it's, the, it's, it's the, whatever the backgrounds that are brought into the mix that really make it important because it's it really it's understanding the industry from being in the industry that really brings what comes into the NCRMA. Kathy, I want to go ahead and turn it over to you. Now, you bring more than 15 years of marketing and customer service talent, uh, having experience in legal, corporate, and consumer products marketing. Uh, in this new role, you're adding a polished interpersonal style, exceptional customer relations talents, and relationship building abilities to the NCRMA's mission of making members better. So, Talk to talk to, to us about what you're bringing to the table. Yeah, as the ma manager of member services, I'm responsible for the development of professional and corporate memberships. But my ultimate goal is nurturing those relationships and supporting the people who are working so hard to change the way that we understand and experience the positive benefits of the cannabis industry. Straight to the point. And so far, what can you tell me about um, the initial interaction with members that you've had so far and uh you know, the, the, there is a real complexity and there's a lot of, do you feel like there's just how, the, the level of questions and the level of uh, information that's being asked for from your end and what you're able to provide? Um, it's been really challenging and I'm motivated by a challenge. So it's been really interesting getting to know people and learn so much about an industry that I didn't have a whole lot of experience with. But I think my experience in customer service has really helped that a lot. Well, from even from just a mainstream, uh, well, there's a thing. When you think about all the Fortune 500 type corporate executives that have made themselves into the space, you know, it's still business is business. So being able to go ahead and engage and to be able to go ahead and provide that transparency between the NCRMA and the members, you know, it's one thing that uh, really is the kind of training the experience you get from the large, larger market that you bring into the space is very important. Obviously, with what you've done, you definitely have that with all the years you've spent. Uh, I want to go ahead and then turn now to uh, Esther Farkas. Now, Esther, you bring legal training, logical thinking, and reasoning skills, helping to successfully navigate the complexity of cannabis. Because obviously, it doesn't get everybody in the layman is just educating on cannabis. You know, I've been talking on other shows about it's the, the amount of education that's being out there. Because it's amazing about who still needs to be educated and learn and understand what's going on. But you've had the exposure to much of the wrong that effective emission-based associations like the NCRMA can work to rectify. So talk to me about what things you're doing right now so that groups like the NCRMA can help rectify some of the uh, messaging that's not out there that could be better explained or interpreted. Yes, that is absolutely correct. I do come from a legal background. I hold a JD and you are absolutely right. People have a lot of misconceptions about um, cannabis, even to this day. And with CBD now being more accepted and helping people and especially helping the sick and people understanding that it even helps with children with seizures. And I definitely try to bring that to the table and help people understand I'm actually I actually hail from Hungary and I've lived in many different states so I do understand um, 
very good how to deal with people and build relationships. And that's what I've done here on the West Coast is um, building relationships with people in the industry. And since I've been um, working with NCRMA, which is absolutely my passion, I, I love being in the cannabis industry and talking to other people and just picking up different viewpoints from everybody and just kind of feeding off of you know, that this is medicine and helping people understand the medical benefits of or cannabis or marijuana, uh, you know, it, it really does help. And knowing the industry and watching the changing laws around here on the West Coast and the more and more states that are legalizing or legalizing um, as far as medicine, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's amazing to see that people are starting to realize, hey, this is not a bad thing. And, you know, when comparing to, let's say, alcohol, as Jennifer mentioned, prohibition, you know, they say drunk people run the stop sign, high people wait for it to turn green. So just, (laughs) you know, it's more of a, I feel that it's more beneficial than other substances per se. I want to go and uh, Alex. I want to go and get to you uh, and, and your role as chief risk management. We've already actually featured you on a, on a previous episode, Rocco and Hosted. So before we get to a commercial break, we're going to have to take in just a moment. Uh, Jennifer and uh, Esther, I want to go and direct this to both of you as regional directors, because um, we're seeing how the makeup of the space is of how many states are legalized. I believe it's thirty-three that's right now that have medical and nineteen that have adult use. Uh, but obviously the so Jennifer and Esther, I want to ask you, in your individual roles as regional directors, there's obviously right now 33 some odd states right now before the election coming up that are medical use. And adult use, I believe it's 19, the latest count. And they're not necessarily, uh, it's not an even split between East Coast and West Coast. So when you look at your roles as regional directors, you know, reading and researching about the markets you're going to be working on, Talk to me, is there anything that's really different or that you see that uh, how the approaches are going to be done in order to service those markets? What can you tell me about how you plan and prepare for the markets because how different they are? Well, I would say from my experience, each each region, each market, each state, um, you have to tackle from a completely different lens. Even though we are talking about the same thing, the same product, um, the way that each state builds up how they're going to um, make that available to people and how they're going to allow that to be marketed is completely different. It could be two states that are side by side touching each other uh, and still completely different rules, regulations and um, and means of, of communication that are allowed and not allowed. So it really takes a lot of back end understanding uh, and visiting those places, visiting those states, understanding the people, uh, how they, you know, how to communicate with them that's most effective. Uh, and just, again, having a firm understanding of um, what the regulations of that state. And um, it, these things change day by day. Um, so one day um, the state can allow one thing, the next day you could wake up completely different. Um, so it's something that you can't just say, oh, okay, I read that. I got it. I can run with it. You have to stay dialed into um, to the changes because they're happening really every minute. 
Esther, I would imagine you might have a little bit of an advantage because of the establishment of the Western end because of all the states that have become medical or adult use early on. And it's it's really weird. It's like, okay, the country was built from east to west. No, the cannabis is being built west to east. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. I do feel like the, the West Coast is a little more laxed, not just when it comes to cannabis, but just when it comes to a way of life you know we're just a little more relaxed people when i deal with east coast people or questions of cannabis um it's a little harder of an understanding it's a harder nut to crack when it comes to the east coast on the west coast it's, it's a lot more acceptable i feel like we're more accepting out this way however i do agree with jennifer that every state has their own rules own regulations Everything can change from one day to another, um, laws and rules. That's why I have to, or we all have to kind of keep up and just make sure that we're up to date, up to par, and we know everything because things change every day. But I do feel like it is a little easier as far as understanding out this way. I can only imagine and how, oh, go ahead, Jennifer. I was going to say, and I've always found it interesting how um, you know we're taking um, we're taking something that has been around in in the states on the west coast for seven ten years you know they've they've experienced their set of hardships in the growth and production and sale and and regulation around cannabis and I've always found it interesting that in a lot of the states on the east coast um, are kind of disregarding in so many ways what what in some ways the state of California and Colorado, just to name a few, have gone through to get to the point where they're at, where it's functioning like a well-oiled machine, uh, and they're choosing to start from square one and kind of build and create a structure to build um, a house around like something that they've they've started with from square one. Um, and so, I, you know, another thing that I love about what we're doing is we're really building a network of people so we can hear from each other regardless of where we are, um, because we're all going to tackle the same problems at some point. Absolutely. So we're going to go to a short break. When we come back, I want to bring Alex into the mix and I want to bring, uh, and also contribute Kathy into the mix because uh, there's just still so much more to go and bring up into what the roles that are being done, the added uh, hands of effort that the NCRMA is doing right now to help service the cannabis industry and so many different ways. We want to go ahead and expand on that conversation here in this very uh, wonderful roundtable of some great experts here here on NCRMA's Chronic Risk. We'll be back with more after a short break. Chronic Risk will continue after we visit our certified advertisers. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. You're listening to the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, NCRMA's Chronic Risk, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with more with Chronic Risk, hosted 
and presented by the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, the NCRMA. So before the break, again, we are joined in a roundtable discussion with uh, Jennifer Zalkin, Marketing Manager and Regional Director for the Eastern uh, United States, Kathy Anderson, Management of Member Services, Alex Herding, Chief Risk Management Officer, and Ezra Farkas, the Regional Director for the Western United States. And, of course, uh, other hosts uh, in sitting in the background are co-hosts of the program, Rocco Petrilli and Tamala McBath. Excuse me. Always have to... It's, you know, it's... Uh, You're getting it. You're getting it. Keep working <laughs> it. I am trying so hard. <laughs> uh, Alex, I want to go and join you. Uh, we already actually had you featured on the program talking about your work in, in risk management and your work as a, as the first risk management officer in the space here for NCRMA. And, you know, you bring, again... Your background as a water and soil scientist, for those that might not remember, just a quick refresher, safety professional, uh, legally cultivated marijuana as a medical caregiver, facility manager, and a licensed greenhouse. So you've engaged with the plant. You've grown the plant. You've had the green thumb. And then you worked in working in businesses itself or cannabis businesses when it came to understanding the license application, facility design, construction, operational development, and management. So uh, with that said... <clears throat> The new voices coming into the mix here. Um, where do you see yourself, you know, working together alongside the kind of information and how everybody kind of has does have their own individual mission? Just wondering what your thoughts are, you know, of the people that have been brought into the mix and how if the, if the role changes for you or how you're able to go ahead and help to delegate and help to broaden out what the NSRM is doing with the new team members. Yeah. So thanks for having me back first sure. and um yes no we were we're growing here and and i think we're building a great team i mean we do as we discussed earlier there's so many different laws i mean really down to the local municipality the city and county and really things are changing like um jen said you know literally down to the minute so this is you know it's a it's really important to have a team that is uh that is coast to coast that that can tackle different regional um, tasks and keeping up with with the just the tidal wave of rule changes that happen. Um, my role, you know, it's 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 staying um, pretty similar. Really, what it's doing, um, it's building this team is is freeing me up to focus on what I think I do well um, and working with. The academy building out um, these different courses working with my cannabis occupational safety and health courses um, developing this um, software and risk assessment that we're gonna we're gonna launch here with crp squared which is really exciting um, and then working more closely with the service providers that we have as well so i can really get um, closer to um, the services that that, that we can help um, offer the industry now, Rocco and Tamala, I, I want to go ahead and jump both of you into the conversation, just to get a quick take, because everybody we've talked to on board, very strategic, very well thought out, and you really looked, when it came into the hiring practice and bringing on the right people on board with the right amount of experience and making sure that you have every sector of the cannabis industry covered based on the experience of the new members that you've brought on board. I wanted to get your take on... Uh, you know, the planning and really just uh, trying to figure out how you wanted to build a team up as you've been doing. Well, I would say this is, you know, it's been strategic and it's been intentional. And my role as uh, 
chief execution officer has been to carry out the vision and to carry out Rocco's vision. So, you know, within our re working relationship and understanding where uh, he wanted to take the association and what the goals were for the association, then um, it's been my mission to, to put together a team that could do just that. And I feel like we have, um, we, we have been looking and we've taken our time to get the cream of the crop, to get the right mix of experience, the right mix of personalities here. And um, it's really starting to gel. And I think that has, that has been my mission all along to do that. So I'm just really honored to have um, a team at this level, you know, uh, to work with. It's just a, it's a, it's actually fun, Brasco, to be honest. You know, it's it's hectic and it's challenging, but I think everybody compliments each other, and um, it makes it a it makes for a fun day. By the time we get to the end of our day, so um, that's our goal. But it was intentional. You're right. Uh, we wanted to get the right people. We call it, you know, right people, right roles. So. And again, I mean, the, the our members came to us uh, when we asked them to define their biggest business risk. And at the top of their list was was talent. Right. So, you know, we have, uh, you know, not only do we practice uh, formal and effective talent optimization, but we also teach it and offer it through our academy because it is it is so important. And what we've what we've assembled here should should be a lesson to you know, our members and prospective members that uh, there are many facets of talent optimization that uh, a discipline approach needs to take because as you can see, I mean, it, we, we have we have a cross section. We have people who, you know, came from deep inside the cannabis industry, but we also have people who came from outside of the cannabis industry because it's not just about the cognitive side. It's not just about knowledge. It's about knowledge plus behavior. And uh, that's the approach we took to put this team together. Now, I really feel like you've brought in a lot of utility players with a lot of with an extensive Swiss Army knife worth of resources and talent and experience. And, and, and when I when I really re read through the backgrounds of everyone here, it's really I really it's it's very well put out. I, I think. It was a good, whatever, it was a good plan. It's like, you know, basically saying it was checking all the boxes. The areas of talent that you needed, you did there. Kathy, I want to come back to you because... Good, good analogy on the Swiss Army knife, though, Brasco. Thank I'm, you. Because I'm the corkscrew. <laughs> I could either use that or the tool belt, but I like the Swiss Army knife. That's always a better... No comment. It's a more dur but it's a more durable device, you know. It's what you can do a lot more with a Swiss Army knife. Kathy, you have your finger on the pulse of the membership and those coming in because you're... One of the you're the first line of communication in some cases of what the members are looking for from you and you getting to the getting people to the right place for whatever questions or whatever information they're seeking about uh, with all the new talent brought in on board. Uh, talk to me about the evolution of what you know you're getting from the members and uh, how you feel like everything's being brought together. Well, I think what's uh, what brought me, what's interests me most about this position is um, the grassroots level of it coming in um, with um, just building it from the ground up. So I really like the prospect of um, working with this team and and um, working together to reach our goals. So um, I don't know. I need I need some help on this one. I think. 
Well, I think Kathy always, it's hard. Kathy's not going to blow her own horn on uh, basketball, <laughs> so she's not going to brag on herself. But the unique um, position that Kathy has on how she serves in CRMA is that she's what I call a cog in the wheel. Right. Because um, as we discuss things, whether it's um, consulting or compliance or risk needs uh, that the member has, or it's membership, or we're talking about um, insurance, any of those areas, service partners, they start with Kathy. And then Kathy's the cog that says, oh, this is this needs to go to Alex or this needs to go to Tamala or, you know, we need to get Esther involved in this because they're on the West Coast. And so she's uh, really our, um, what do you call your air traffic controller, I think, is where this role is really you know, evolving to for her. So as our membership grows and she's able to service the membership, she also serves that role for the team too. And I think that um, she is uniquely qualified to do that. Fantastic. We're going to take ourselves to another commercial break, but when we come back, I want to go ahead and pose a, a brief question to everyone on the round table, just to give some thoughts of what, of the importance, what's significant that as a collective, what uh, you're looking to go and do Within the NCRMA, what are the things that really it's of, of focus to you that's of, of priorities, I guess, individually? I'd love to go and learn about that when we come back. Stay with us, folks. Again, more NCRMA chronic risk after a short break. Chronic risk will continue after we visit our certified advertisers. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. You're listening to the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, NCRMA's Chronic Risk, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with our final segment here of this edition of Chronic Risk, hosted and presented by the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, the NCRMA. Of course, the website is ncrma.net. So, again, I've been joined with a great roundtable, uh, Jennifer Zalkin, Kathy Anderson, Alex Herding, Ezra Farkas, and, of course, our hosts, uh, Chief Execution Officer uh, Tamela McBeth, and, of course, Rocco Petrilli. Uh, so I want to go ahead and ask... Among the, the new cast of characters that have joined us, so Jennifer, Kathy, Alex, and Esther, I would like to go know more. Just individually, if you can, in a couple of words, talk to me about what are a couple of the real target words priority-wise. When you're prioritizing what you're looking to do in terms of your role in the NCRMA, what are some priorities that you see right now that are of great importance right now? Uh, Alex, let's start with you. Yeah, I believe the big mission that I have right now is defining and standardizing what risk is in the industry. I think that's been um, 
a very confusing for for the industry. It's been um, people have been defining it individually through their companies and through their state rules and regs and local rules and regs. And um, what what we'd like to do is standardize a national model of what what risk is and uh, how to mitigate that. I want to go to Kathy next. Um, I think really my mission and my priority is to stick with our company's mission of making our, our, our members better. Um, our members are what are my job's priority and it's better as I keep getting better at my job, our members will get better along with me. Esther. My main goal is to build great relationships out here on the West Coast. We are part of associations um, like the LVMMA, the medical um, marijuana. I just want the end. I just want everybody to end. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If we could go back. Oh, take 10 seconds and just uh, okay. come on back. Uh, my main goal out here on the West Coast is to build great relationships with people that we're already associated with. Um, I would like the NCRMA to be a name known. I'm also into um, the compliance out here. So I want the people to be able to count on us. When they think of NCRMA, they know that they can count on us. We're compliant. We know and we really do offer pioneering risk management. In a lot of interviews I have with businesses, uh, especially on the West Coast, there are a lot of companies that really they strive to always raise the bar in terms of compliance and that they want to set the highest bar possible in order to further, you know, encourage other companies and others to go ahead and go above what might be the state level compliance or just, um, it really just, you know, so there's no, there's never any backtracking. And then the, the states will realize, you know, to offer further support and offer further freedom for what they're doing. So Jennifer, I want to go to you priorities that you feel like are important to you right now. Um, also echoing off of building not just great relationships, but meaningful relationships and trusting relationships with, with ourselves, the members of the NCRMA, but between members, uh, with, with our members, um, so that, you know, you know, again, from my experience, these business owners and, and anyone that's really taking on a role um, where they're with us running alongside pioneering in the cannabis industry, um, it's it's very challenging. Uh, and so I think giving people the opportunity to learn and trust one another, because um, we all have the same goal um, and to keep moving forward and um, and understand really um, how to identify risks before before they become something that could um, stop you in your tracks. So learning from other people's experiences uh, and being the voice that bridges those other voices, um, again, to build trust and understanding. For our listeners, this is what you have to understand. The comprehensive, the this collective of great minds and, and really great efforts that can be brought together. And Rocco and Tamala must go ahead and give a lot of credit to what you put together. And it's a great team you've assembled. And, you know, there's going to be really, I'd love to go and find out from either one of you, you know, now that you have this team set in place, um, what are some of the things that you're looking right now on the horizon that are very important going into next year that are center mind? Well, our mission statement says it uh, all, Brasco, uh, education, support, and expertise. I mean, we, the whole industry has now really come to a focal point of 
of uh, defining the basic need, and and that is uh, that is education, because uh, you know there there are so many players entering the space, and uh, you know even even for the veteran cannabis people, it's it's a whole new world for them in terms of what they need to understand and what they need to know. So so that we'll we'll continue to to ride that horse and uh, you know support and expertise. It, it's really, uh, you know, it's ancillary to education, but it's it's got to be the right education from from the right people, and, and Tam- that's what we'll that's what we'll continue to bring to our membership. Uh, and and Tamla, I want to point to you because I can imagine with the changes that happened, th- this pandemic has taken quite a bit of toll. The industry has been resilient and resolvent, and has been able to go ahead and persevere and survive. And you know, for the fact that I I'm still can't believe that. You know, the legalization was not brought to the forefront as a as a means of economic recovery. I still think that the correction, the the when everybody gets back to realigning with the missions and purposes that what they want to do as the industry as a whole, you know, I'd love to go. What your take is just how next year, you know, do we get ourselves back to some kind of a normalcy at this point, and you know, how does the NCRMA fit? I feel like we have to create our own norm. Uh, because even though we'll get back to normalcy, it, it will be different. And for organizations like our own, our goal is to remain nimble so that we're able to pivot and meet the needs of our members, meet the needs of the industry. I think that's important. We haven't, we have not slowed down one bit with COVID, maybe for about three weeks, did we? We sort of regrouped and got it together and we have been running ever since. So I think that that's important that we continue to have that kind of mindset um, because, hey, business is business. And, yeah. you know, we're in an essential one. And so we can't slow up because our members and the cannabis industry is depending on us to be out ahead and um, to add the support, as Rocco talked about. But more than anything, my priority is we've got to bring solutions. We've got to bring solutions, especially in uncertain times, you know time out for us asking the questions we've got to bring the answers and add value yeah. to those that are depending on us to use a stock market term they've been using out there v v-shaped recovery well this is a v-shaped resurgence and yep. i know that what you're doing right now it's you have a great plan in place and the right people look like are right here for the right time and yep. timing couldn't be better i think that really is something to be said about this uh folks again i want to just take a minute to let everybody uh if you want to just take a last second just to go and get some final thoughts and as, as for everybody here on the panel, how they can reach out to you and connect with you individually for what you're doing in the NCRMA. And, um, yeah, just how can we individually connect with all of you? Whoever wants to start first. Yeah, I can go ahead. Um, a herding at NCRMA.net. That's a H E A R D I N G at ncrma.net. You can reach out to me. Um, If you have any questions about the industry, about any uh, particular risk, um, if I don't have the answer, I I probably know somebody that does. Um, So anybody, yeah, if you have questions, um, you need support, education, or expertise, we're here. Um, Feel free to reach out to me. Uh, Jennifer, please. Hey, it's Jennifer. Um, you can reach out to me. My email is jzalkin, that's J-Z like zebra, A-L-K-I-N, at ncrma.net. 
um, anyone that's on the East Coast, that's my coast, that's where I'm at. Um, also, I do manage our marketing efforts as well. So uh, if you have any great uh, opportunities for our brands to combine forces or to learn more about one another, um, that's what I'm setting out to do. Um, networking is number one. And so we're all in this industry together. So reach out to me. Esther. My email is e farkas f-a-r-k-a-s at ncrma.net if anybody has any questions um, regarding the west coast uh, particularly nevada anything to do with compliance or the recent um, rule changes um, or you know just any kind of questions conversation um, free feel free to email me anytime and then uh, when it comes to mem- driving a membership uh, kathy just uh, real quickly just some information about how members can go ahead and be on board and how they can best connect with you and, and what you can offer to them in terms of information. Sure. Um, my email is Kathy, um, Kathy Anderson, email C Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N at ncrma.net. And I direct you to our website. There's a lot of good information on there about membership and also confirming my um, contact information on there as well. And well, that said, uh, Rocco and uh, Tamla, any last thoughts before we're going to wrap things up? You can also reach us at info at ncrma.net and um, anything in the Midwest as well. You can reach out to me, TJ McBath at ncrma.net. We'll be glad to get back to you uh, just as soon as possible. Final thoughts or thanks so much to everyone for listening. And we look forward to the next Chronic Risk. Roscoe, my key word is membership because yeah. uh, we, we've put together both a powerful team and, uh, you know, a, a powerful buildup of uh, educational and support information that can really impact and influence anyone who decides to use it positively. Uh, in order to do that, you have to become a member. And uh, we encourage you to do that because, uh, I mean, absolutely, being the only dedicated risk management association in the cannabis space carries with it a responsibility, but we can't fulfill our mission without members. So uh, come to the table and and be a part of uh, the effort that is is truly going to to revolutionize and, and normalize risk management and the use of insurance in the cannabis space. I'll tell you, uh, Rocco and Tamala, I think it's been almost a year to the day that I actually had you on the Bunt Business Program on Cannabis Radio. and We got the chance to get introduced to each other initially. And I'm honored and privileged that you gave me the opportunity to go ahead and host this today to introduce us to more members of the NCRMA. And I hope there's more to come. And, you know, there's a whole lot more news we're going to bring up here to everyone here on Chronic Risk. Folks, remember, you can also listen to the show. Just please subscribe and share, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and on Stitcher. And make sure to go ahead and look for the show wherever you find your podcast. Again, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. It's now on Amazon Music. Make sure to look at that. It's every major podcast portal possible. And, of course, the website is ncrma.net. We'll talk to you next time.
opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.